0: hey guys how you doing this is jp sarikoli i coming to you once again with another episode of h of heroes my podcast A welcome to everybody that is watching this uh, video on youtube but also those who are listening through the different platforms uh, thank you for your support thank you for listening every week now in today's podcast I-, I want to talk you know now that we are waiting for of course halloween is around the corner the uh, de Muertos uh, in Mexico, uh, the Day of All Saints for mostly most of the Catholic world. Um, it is definitely a time where uh, we celebrate, technically, we celebrate the death. And uh, it, it is an interesting concept, uh, and I got to be honest with you, I, I don't really celebrate Halloween or the de Muertos or Day of All Saints. Uh, I didn't grow up uh, Catholic. I didn't, um, you know, my parents were, uh, you know, very uptight Christians uh, growing up. So they didn't allow us to celebrate any of those things, uh, which kind of was a bit hard as a kid because um, as children, you know, all kids are fascinated with these things, you know, the supernatural. And you want to kind of fit in with other kids at school, and uh, you know, even at, with your family because we have, you know, family members to celebrate it. Uh, So it was tough. Uh, So I didn't grow up around it, but have always been fascinated by it. I've always been fascinated by the horror theme that our culture really puts a lot of emphasis on. And uh, to be honest with you, when you look back at history and you look back at pretty much entertainment in general as well, the modern uh, way, in the modern modern ways of entertainment. You realize that horror, the supernatural elements, have always been so influential in all different aspects of entertainment. Whether it's movies, whether it's radio, whether it's um, television, whether it's comics, whether it's video games. Uh, in every aspect, you can see uh, the pop culture has always been influenced and affected by horror themes. So in this podcast today, I want to really explore some of that, and I want to talk about it. I think it goes back to the fear of death, the fear of the void, the fear of getting to a place where we, life is over. So as humans, we have always tried to beat that one way or another through uh, you know, better health you know, after to this day people want to live longer, you know, want to be healthier, wanna, you know, experience life in a in a in a in a wider way. There's nothing sadder than going to a hospital. You know, when you go to a hospital, it's a really sad place to be. Uh funerals are really sad because we want to defeat dead. We want to, you know, cheat dead in that one way or another. So we have created stories where pre- pretty much men are super powerful. And that's the reason why storytelling is such a powerful thing with heroes are able to overcome big monsters and big odds and one of them of course is to defeat dead and that's something that really we are really fascinated uh for you know and um when you look at everything throughout the history you know through the mythology through the history of mankind through the different legends of mankind uh, and different cultures there's always this idea of man being powerful that you know the higher beings the gods and the man and at the end of the day, having a, you know, a, a pact with gods in order to become more powerful in order to survive death. And, uh, stories are always being created about it. And, um, it's always even, you know, more recent times, you know, even back in the 1700s and 1800s, that's when literature, as we know it, more modern literature started just flourishing to a point that a lot of stories were created, you know, like a lot of things and a lot of urban legends, like in this case, um uh, Jack the Ripper and all that stuff that happened in in that era, you know, all of those things have really kind of molded, you know, uh, Dracula and all those things that molded our mindset of monsters and Frankenstein and all of that. And of course, that has been brought into the modern world. Of course, now we have all the horror elements or other characters like Mike Myers, so Freddy Krueger or Chucky or all of those things. But there's, it goes beyond all of that. It goes beyond all those uh, movies that friday the 13th and all of that it goes back you know it goes beyond that into everything else you know from even cartoons for children like for example you can see right here i have the t-shirt a scooby-doo and you can see scooby-doo's cartoons they are very cheesy but this to always have this little tiny horror element and you talk about comic books like you know the the swamp thing men thing but that happens before that it during the time and the during the Early times of comics and the golden age of comics, uh, that was a time of decline after World War II. And in order to survive, comic book uh, companies decided to go into different routes. They started going into the romance comics, but one of the ones that became very popular, and it was uh, Jack Kirby and uh, Simon were very influential on that was horror comics and horror comics became very popular they continued strong throughout that time throughout the 60s 70s uh, through 50s 60s 70s and then then, of course they declined for a little bit but now there's a resurgence of horror comics Uh, sometimes I hear people saying oh comics are dead you hear all the time oh comics are dead they're they're trash they're horrible but most of the time people are talking about it uh, are referring to uh, superhero comics they're not referring to other comics I think horror comics are more popular now than ever you see lines like the Walking Dead that lasted for so long, you know, created a TV show that was very, very popular. But you see, like Spawn. And last week I talked in this podcast about the influence of Spawn in comics and in pop culture. Spawn is still popular, still strong with the horror elements. You see, Mike Minola's Hellboy. I have talked about it in the past in this podcast. You know, that's still very strong. But you see others like Vertigo that is, is going down. Vertigo is going to be kind of be taken over by DC. But they still have a lot of uh, 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 stories that you know in this case they have the horror element uh, but you you go to IDW the Ghostbusters uh, are still popular they always have the supernatural more cheesy but still supernatural elements in their comics IDW is always well known for that they have lines of a lot of horror comics and uh, and so on and so on so there's still that strong influence and we love movies that have you know that horror element you know everybody's waiting for that Spawn movie uh, everybody loves that horror element they there's always those movies every year every month there's a horror film and people are fascinated by it and it is amazing to see that you know there's a lot of great films that have the horror element and i'm not gonna tell you just because i didn't grow up really celebrating halloween that i don't watch certain horror things i still watch it i'm not a, a fascinated by horror films as much as other people but i do like the classic horror films you know black and white i, l- I love more the trill the trailers that have this kind of like supernatural elements And uh, even in video games, you know, like popular, you know, elements or modes, like zombie modes in, in Call of Duty, it's so popular you know people love them they love the zombie modes in a lot of games they are implemented in so many different ones there's so many other games resident evil all those games are are very popular games like there are classic by today's standards like castlevania the whole castlevania was pretty much around a horror element theme that is part of it you know and it's one of the greatest games of all time you know one of the greatest series of all time uh and um so, one, you know, even, like, fighting games like Darkstalkers is one of my favorite, you know, games. Uh, it's a fighting game that has the, the Street Fighter elements, but, of course, in a, a theme, in a pretty much a, in a platform of horror elements and horror characters. And... Uh, But that's just the case of many, you know, you you go on and go on, you know, in Japan, there's a lot of even manga anime that has this element of horror attached to it. And um, there's a lot of it. Movies, animation, all of that. Definitely, we're fascinated. And it goes back to the fact that as human beings, uh, we want to defeat dead. You know, it goes back to this idea of elements like Dracula, that he's able to survive, you know, and live pretty much on blood and of Frankenstein, the creation of life, the fact that we can create life and that something that is dead can come back to life. So there's a lot of things, you know, shows like um, the swamp thing that just happened and a lot of people were really fascinated by it that didn't last long. But a lot of people even are really still butthurt that the fact that it's not in, you know, it's pretty much didn't pan out to be what they wanted to be, at least that could stay longer. But there's people that are fascinated by all those elements. And all those dark elements are really part of now Marvel Comics, DC Comics. Uh, some of those elements are really injected into it. Characters like Batman have that little, a little bit of that horror theme involved in it. There's some horror element to Batman that really makes him so fascinated. When people ask, why is Batman is so popular? Uh, You can say, well, it's because he doesn't have any power. Some people say it's because he's just relatable in that sense. Well, I don't know how can you relate with somebody that is a billionaire that has so much money to to throw out, and all he does is looking for revenge. You know, kind of like that. But I think the element that attracts um, a Batman uh, that attracts a lot of readers to Batman, is the fact that there is like a darkness in him. There is a horror element to it. Uh, someone that is trying to defeat dead, at least the dead of his parents or the dead in his own mind of his parents. And uh, you can see Arkham Asylum in a really uh, creepy place. And a lot of these uh, villains are really, really creepy. It, it goes back to the mindset. It goes back to mind. It goes back to the idea of that we are technically dying. And we are dying. And how can we defeat death? And How can we defeat dead in the end? And I feel that those are the elements that really attract us to all of these elements. And um, it, it happens in movies. It happens in, in comic books. You know, like, uh, we're talking about another comic book that just came to mind. I'm thinking about The uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which to me has that horror element. And of course, part of it was in, 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 actually... Um, kind of injected into the film. A lot of people kind of find it cheesy, but I really like the film. And I'm just thinking about it. I'm thinking, I think I need to watch it this weekend, perhaps, uh, because I really like the film. Uh, and all those in- the elements are injected into the stories, and uh, they're popular. So when people are saying, like, again, in the comics are dead, they're just referring to superhero stories, not necessarily to other areas of other themes within comics. You know, those are thriving, and horror is thriving. Uh, horror went into, like, a downfall when the Silver Age of comics came, you you know really got strong it kind of became something in the back room but they, they're coming back stronger and they're really strong up to this point and there's a lot of people creating those stories and they're really good and they have this fascination they have this fascinating element to it and um, definitely, it's a great time, you know. And, and now talking about even uh, uh, sculptors, when you think about the the statue collecting community or any community um, and of toys and all that, a, a lot of people don't realize this that many of those sculptors, the artists that were involved in the process, they started at sculpting horror elements. Like for example, up to this day, we have Monster Palooza, which is very famous in New Jersey. Every year is a pretty much a, a gathering of a lot of artists that they bring all their horror kits, mostly what's created for horror kits. People that work in in the industry creating props for horror movies but also creating art and many of these people became artists you know in the separate way like in this case randy bowen randy bowen started sculpting horror elements you know characters from horror like dracula frankenstein he even has a you know in the beginning and then still now has a very strong a beautiful line of monsters he created for his you know statue lines uh alongside marvel and uh all of those elements are really really popular and uh um, they started there. They started there. Many of those artists started there. Some of my my favorite artists started creating stuff like the Shiftless Brothers. Uh, a lot of them they started creating monsters. Uh, and they, they, the Kucharik brothers, uh, the people at Sideshow, most of those artists started creating monsters, and Sideshow started creating, uh, you know, really creepy dolls. That's what they created at the beginning of the company, and monsters. You know, that was pretty much what they concentrate. And you can see now how they expanded that. NECA started the same way, you know, creating those type of toys, monster lines. They still do. Masco started creating that, and now you can see see what Mesca does. They all start at some point. They became very popular through their horror elements, Spawn. Films your spawn you know in this case with uh mcfarland toys so you can see how much has influenced the the mindset. And when you look at some of those characters that we love the most in comics or in movies, all that, they do have a horror element attached to it, a supernatural element. And there's some darkness. And that goes back to the horror elements and the way we perceive the world and also that we can see the world. You know, it, a lot of the, the movies that I enjoy with my wife, she loves a lot of English uh, dramas. She loves all that, um, you know, the mysteries, all of that have a little bit of horror element. To it, and uh, it is amazing to see how how influenced we are by it. So what I can tell you on this, and the takeaway from this, is even though you might not like horror, like I wouldn't say that is my first choice of anything, I can really say that it has influenced uh, the entertainment world and the world that I live in. Um, I remember, and I can tell you this before I let you go. Uh, when I was a kid i used to enjoy you know I, many of you know i grew up in mexico i was born in mexico and uh, one of my favorite things to watch was uh the the luchadores uh, movies you know back in the 70s there were a lot of that the, the, the late 60s 70s classic movies uh you know from the classic mexican cinema that is long gone although there is a resurgence now of mexican cinema but those uh they were uh the luchadores they have this they have to fight they were the heroes of mexican culture so they have to fight mummies um, dracula and the werewolves and all that kind of stuff these movies are so can be cheesy at today's standards but those were my favorite movies they have the horror element, but it's always like El Santo, Blue Demon, who are actually the, the, the most famous luchadores in Mexican history. They were fighting them, and they were winning. You know, But, of course, there's always this horror element attached to it. We are fascinated by it. We are fascinated by these things. And whether we accept it or not, it has affected the way we see the world and the way we entertain ourselves. You know, through the video games, through the movies, through the television, through the novels, through the comics, through everything we read, we you know, through storytelling. It is a big part of it. And every time, you know, that element is injected into any any aspect of entertainment people pay attention so that's an amazing thing uh but what do you think let me let me let me ask you this what do you think do, are you a fan of horror what is your favorite character in horror what, are, what is your favorite franchise in horror whether it's in movies whether it's in video games whether it is i don't know in comics let me know in the comments below if you're watching this in youtube if you're listening to the podcast or the different platforms you can come to my facebook page the link is down below and you can share your point of view uh Also, you can do it through Twitter, of course. Again, all the links are down below. My friends, God bless, take care, and have a great week. Bye-bye.